Mama, hello. Happy day, Monday for me. And whatever day it is for you, I hope that you're feeling happy. I'm so excited to come with you and join you today to dive in and continue our series on getting unstuck. And today we're getting talking about getting unstuck from your future, from moving into your future. You know, as we've uh, been launching the Academy, and um, by the way, this is the very last episode that's airing before the Academy begins, and I cannot even believe it. But as people have been submitting their applications, one of the questions on there is, where are you at in your calling? You know, this is a small portion of what we do in the Academy. We really focus in the beginning on healing your past and getting everything right in there so you can understand understand the wounds. You can understand why you react the way you do. And then we focus on getting all your relationships right, your relationship with God and yourself and your husband and your kids and your extended family and everyone, and then even your home. And so we we focus on, you know, the past and the present, but then we also take a minute to dip our toes into the future because one of the reasons God wants to heal you besides just the fact that he loves you and he made you to be whole is because he has a mission for you to do on this world. And he has gifts he put in you that he doesn't want to see wasted. He's like, I put those gifts in you mama. I want to see you go into the world and change things. And so we we talk about that in the end so that you can feel propelled forward. You can feel ready to take the healing that God has done and take it into the world because once you're healed, you can help others heal or whatever mission that is that God has for you. And so we touch on that in the end. And so I'm always curious to wonder where people are starting from because, you know, I think the main reason people join the academy is to get past that the past, right? Get past the old wounds and the old junk that's in the way. And so I I just wonder, I'm like, oh, maybe they're already deep in their calling. But it's funny because most of the people that have applied, you know, they're still trying to figure it out. Or a lot of them were like, I don't even know where to begin with this. I have no time. I have no energy to focus on this. I hope and I'm excited for the day that I can think about this and dream about this again, but I'm just not there. And so I want to speak to those of you today that feel that way, that feel like you're just stuck. Like this is your, your current life is it. And you cannot for a second even see past it and imagine what God might have for you and imagine what more is to come because you're just so overwhelmed by the day to day. And so we're going to talk about how to move past that, what that looks like, and I'm excited to jump in. And, you know, as I was talking about the Academy, I just want to remind you to get your applications in. Honestly, I don't know if there's any spots left at this point. It's still two weeks away as I'm recording this and we only have two spots left. I can't believe it. But you know what? I I might make room for you. Even if we're at our capacity, I might try and see if we can squeeze one more in. So make sure you apply. It's not too late. Um, Academy is launching August 8th. So as long as you get it in before then, um, then we we can see if we could squeeze you in. Just, yeah, you can also email me to find out, you know, for sure if there's any spots left, but I would love to have you there. I know God wants to do such a mighty work in there and change some lives, get some of his, his, uh, daughters up and ready for the fight. And I'm just excited to, to go on that journey with you. So you can check out all the information at morningmamaacademy.gr8. That's the number eight.com morningmamaacademy.gr8.com. Would love to see you over there. The link is in the show notes on Instagram and the Facebook group, all the places. So can't wait to hear your application and and just hear about your life. And I am excited. Here we go. We're about to launch. Woo. All right. But without further ado, I'm excited to talk about today's episode. I love the future. If you don't know me yet, I love the future. So let's go.
Welcome to the Morning Mama podcast, where it is time to wake up to the life you were created for. Come join me on a journey to heal from your past, craft a healthy, joy-filled life, and discover the gifts and passions inside of you that the world needs. Hi, I'm Brittany, a former marriage and family therapist who is ready to help you grab hold of your courage, step out in faith, and discover that your life can become more than you ever dreamed possible. This is Morning Mama, a place for you to throw off all that has been holding you back and run into true freedom. All right, Mama, I'm so excited to talk through how to get unstuck from moving forward in your future today. And to begin with, I just want you to take a moment to reflect. You can grab a pen and a journal, and I do recommend that because writing is really good for processing. It really helps your brain. Um, but even if you don't have time in this moment for that, just you know, take a moment of silence. Turn off the music you're listening to. You know, See if you can get the kids to settle down if you're trying to multitask right now. And just take a moment to really reflect. And the question I want you to reflect on is, when you think about your future, what do you see? So I want you to reflect on that for a few minutes. When you think about your future, what do you see? You know, pause this episode, do your journaling, uh, just do, you know, your own thoughts in your head just to process that. But I think it's an important question. When you think about your future, what do you see? What comes to mind? What pictures, what feelings, what, what dreams or hopes maybe, or maybe not? Like, what is it? What does it look like? So take a moment just to reflect on that. And when you come back, you know, I think for many of you, it might be hard to imagine, just like I was sharing in the beginning about how a lot of the applications for the academy, mamas have been sharing that they just can't even think there. They can't even imagine the future. There is no hopes and dreams there. They just imagine more of the same, right? More chaos, more homework, more littles, more messy houses, more pain, more of maybe a job they're stuck in, maybe a job you're stuck in. You feel like there's no way out maybe you just, that's for you. It's the future is just muddled. Or if you do see anything, it's just maybe feels hopeless or feels like it's, it's never going to change or look different. And for so many of you, I think it can be hard to imagine what's next. Like, how do I even know what my calling is? How do I even know how to talk to God about that? How do I know how to hear from him about that? What does that look like? And there's so many questions that come with this one question. And so today I want to share five um, mindset shifts I want you to make in order to be able to fully move into the future that God has for you. So maybe you are someone that knows some of your hopes and dreams or things have been spoken over you or you just have an inkling about the gifts that God wants you to use. This is for you as well. For any of you that, you know, you're just not there. You're not in the future, right? You're not to that place. This is just going to be some encouragement for you to shift some ways that you think about the future so that you can step more fully into it and you don't have to be held back anymore by uh, the current realities and and the things that are overwhelming you. So I think that God has this for all of us. You know, even if we're in a place where we think we, we don't have time to think about this, we don't have time to make progress on it. The thing is that you were made for more. And this is actually number one. This is the first mindset shift that I want you to make in order to move more fully into the future that God has for you is know that you were made for more. 
If you feel stuck, if you feel like you're just in the day to day and and you don't know how you're fulfilling your purpose on earth, if you don't know how you're using the gifts that God has given you, you are made for more. And I'm not talking to someone else. I'm talking to you. God crafted you specifically and made you for a mission on this earth. And that is applicable to everyone. None of us get out of that. (laughs) And so even if you feel like there is no way out, maybe you're like, financially, I can't imagine how this would happen. Time-wise, I can't imagine how this would happen. Whatever it is, you were made for more. And the thing is, if God made you for more, he has a way for you to access that more. He's not just going to put these things inside of you. And even, you know, when you sit down and and you can get to a place where you can begin dreaming, he's not going to put those dreams in you only to have you feel stuck and, and yeah, stuck and overwhelmed in a current reality. He has more for you and he will show you the way to that. But first, you have to stand firm in the belief that you were made for more, that God does have something for you. The way that God crafted you and planned you out is is the purpose on your life is to be his hands and his feet in this world. You get to do that. You get to be do that on behalf of God and go into the world and change lives. And that is the purpose, the big, right, the big picture purpose that is on your life. And as we fulfill that, not only does it fulfill the purpose God has because he wants those things to be accomplished on earth, but it also fulfills th- how we were made like that. These these longings inside of us, this um, these holes even that we feel this this gap, this unsettledness, this uh, lack of satisfaction or fulfillment. As we live out the purpose he has for us, those things get filled up. Now, we have to be careful because ultimately God is the source of fulfillment. God is the one that fills up those holes. He's the only one can, that can do it. And so if we do things apart from God, it's not going to do the same thing for us or it's going to cause more destruction in our lives ultimately. But when we do it in partnership with God, and that's that's part of that fulfillment, is we're doing it side by side with God, hand in hand with God. And so we need him every single step of the way. And so as we partner with God, that's what we were created for. Remember, he created us. So it's like he knows our intricacies, how our bodies work, how our minds work, how our spirits work. And so it's just like if someone invented a robot, right? They would know what that robot needs, how that robot works. They would know what the robot needs to thrive and what's going to hurt the robot. And so the same thing goes, we're not robots because we have free will, but that God created us. And so he knows in depth what we need to really, to feel that peace that he has for us and that abundant life that he promises us. Now, I always say it, but it's never going to be perfect like that. We live on earth with uh, sin and sin brings pain. So there will be pain. There will be hard stuff you have to push through. None of it is going to be easy, but it will, when you do it in partnership with God, be fulfilling. And so you are made for that. And so if you feel that longing, that itch inside of you, that that lack of fulfillment, it, it might be in part because God has something for you that you are not pressing into. You're not seeking him to find out what that is. Or, or maybe you know what it is and you just haven't had the courage to take that step, which we'll be talking about. But I just want you to stand firm. You got to get to a place where you know that you know that you know that you were made for more. 
And if you need some more evidence for this, then you need some more fuel to pour on this to stand a little bit firmer in it. I have number two for you. And that is that you have to know that it's not just about you. Now, I know this speaks to many of those of you that are like similar to me, where I feel like the only, like I I struggle with my own self-confidence. I struggle with feeling like I have what it takes. I struggle with feeling like I'm enough. But if I'm thinking about someone else and their needs, gosh, all of a sudden I'm like, oh, I want to help them. I want to be there for them. Okay. I have this that I can offer them. It's not perfect, but this is what I can do. And so it it motivates me and excites me. And so when I I get my eyes off myself and thinking about, do I have enough? And I, I remember the needs of others that helps me stand a little bit more confidently. My legs shake a little less because I do know that there are people that need things, right? And need to know Jesus, right? That's even the reason I started this podcast is to help people find the fullness of who God is and what he has for them and that freedom. And that's that's what motivated me to do this, right? If I was just doing it because I felt I had this gift, which I actually didn't even think I had any kind of gift at all. <laughs> Funny thing. Um, but it, I wouldn't do it. I would have been too scared. I would have I would have run the other direction. I would have said, uh, why no, why would I why would I do that? But it's because I had this strong, strong desire to help people find Jesus in this deeper, more meaningful way that maybe they hadn't experienced before. And I would watch people around me living these lives of brokenness, just like me, right? I'm not ever trying to say I'm perfect to you. If you've heard me, any of my episodes about marriage or anger or parenting, like, you know, I am very imperfect, but so I'm not, I also have imperfections and brokenness in my life, but I could see people struggling with things that I got. And even when I wasn't perfect at those things, I knew how to get out of them, right? Even like anger, like I'm not perfect at it still, but I know how to get out of it. I know how to step out of that cycle. I know how to get rid of the shame. And so I would see these things going on or even in parenting, like I definitely am not a perfect parent, but I have ways of getting out of those imperfect situations. And I have ways that, that work and that flow. And so I I find, I hear these things, these pains people are going through or people that are stuck and feeling like they're just not good enough. Now I, something I still struggle with, with, but I know the way out. And so I was motivated to help show people what I had found, what God had showed me. And so I had this desire big enough to do something terrifying and weird. <laughs> like who starts a podcast? I don't know. It was, it felt weird. It still does. I don't really like talking about it to people that I know. It's honestly a good thing that God is doing the marketing for this because I am would be failing if it were up to me. Uh. But but my why behind it all is because I knew that there was more that I wanted to share with people. I wanted to encourage them and equip them in ways that God had done for me. And so that's what helped me stand behind number one, right? Stand behind that I was made for more is because I knew number two, that it's not just about me. And so the same thing is true for you. No matter how little that you have to offer, no matter, no matter how, like, maybe you think, well, I'm the one with problems. I'm the broken one. I'm the one that needs the support. But I promise you that even you, even in your darkest moments, you have something to offer someone else. There are people that need you specifically. They need the gifts that you have that God has placed inside of you. And there are tasks that God has for you on this earth. Certain people, certain things to do, different gifts he's placed in you. There are people 
people in need. And so that is why this call is so important. That's one of the reasons I get excited about the future. One, because I just think it is so fulfilling and, and fun to dream and it and it's endless, right? But also because it's important. We have to get moving, sisters. Like we, we have to make sure that we are on mission for God because we can't just waste our life on this earth by just getting by. Like there are things that God wants to accomplish and he needs us to do it. And so if you're making the excuse to not move forward in your calling, maybe you know what God has for you and you just are, are scared or you feel like it's selfish because it's going to take time away from your kids or your husband or Maybe you don't know, but you feel like, why would I take the time or the money or whatever it is that you need to get to figure out what that calling is? You think that's selfish? No, like this isn't actually about you. It's about who God wants you to impact. And so take that mindset shift. Stop thinking it's it's a selfish thing that you're focused on yourself uh, and just be reminded that it's actually about everyone else like, and who God needs you to impact. Okay, so that's number two. Remember, it's not about you. And number three, so these all kind of work hand in hand because once you know that you're made for more and you remind yourself that you have to do it because it's not just about you, then number three happens is you have to make the time. And I say it like that because you have to make it. You have to be intentional and strategic to make the time to create that space to do this kind of work to first of all, to search for what this might be that God's calling you to, and then to go and do it in the world. And that time's not just going to come. It's not just going to fall in your lap. There's never going to be a perfect time. Like that's such a lie that this, this isn't the season. This isn't the time. I don't have the time right now. Now, you know, it might not be the specific season God's calling you forward in. You know, there was, you know, for me, I've shared this before, but a time before I, I launched my podcast and everything where I had this itch to do something more. And and I had this unsettling feeling and I knew there was something more. And I was like, I felt like I was ready to do it. I felt like it was time, but God kept telling me to wait. And there was a moment where he then launched me. And it was a very specific kind of line that was drawn in the sand for that. And so I get it. There, there might not be the specific season God's calling you to, but to think like, well, it's just not the right time. Like my kids are too little. There's too much going on. My kids are in too many sports. There's too much homework to do, right? Whatever these excuses are, they are that. They are excuses. Now, I want to pause for a second because I haven't talked about this in a while, but motherhood is absolutely a part of our calling and being a wife is part of our calling. Being a daughter of God is part of our calling. Those are all kind of these in, inherent things in all of us that we are called to do and called to do well. So we're not neglecting those things. We do need to place them on a, a layer of importance. We need to prioritize them. In fact, in, in front of anything else we're going to do in the world, but it doesn't mean that there's nothing else we're going to do. It doesn't mean that, that because we have those things, that's it. Well, I'm a mom. And so now this is it. Like, this is what I do and it's great. And I feel great. Now, some of you might be called to be a stay at home mom in this season. And that, that is absolutely, can absolutely be a calling, but you're still also called to be the hands and feet of Jesus. So just make sure that as you're, you're walking out that calling of being a mother, that you're also impacting God's church. You're building his church and you're, you're being his hands and feet outside of just your home. 
Now, I don't want to say just because that's no small thing, but we are called to impact the, the greater community. And, and if we have our eyes just focused on our family, I, I truly believe we're missing part of the mission that, that God has for us. And so even, you know, as a stay-at-home mom, you have a greater opportunity to impact your community in a way that a working mom can't. You know, when I was a stay-at-home mom for a while, this was like my mission. I would go to the playground every day and I would make mom friends. And then I would invite them over for like monthly wine nights and I would build community that way and get to invite people to church and get to, to pour into them. And I've honestly been really crappy at that lately because my life is so full right now. And so you know, I look back and I'm like, wow, that was amazing that I had that opportunity to get to pour into my community that way and be able to love on my neighbors and be the light in the world in that way. And so maybe it's not exactly how you would do it, but you've got to do that. You've got to be that light in the world. You've got to be building God's church, whatever that looks like, whatever way he's calling you to. And so even for that, right, we've got to make the time. It's not just going to appear. We're going to say, well, you know, I have to focus on my kids and we have this activity and we have all of these things. And let me tell you, if you have so many activities that you can't even imagine how you would make time to go and be the hands and feet of Jesus in this world, then maybe there's too many activities going on for you guys which I think in our world can be such an easy thing to fall into because there's kind of this lie in culture that, you know, the more things we have our kids in, the better they're going to be, the smarter they're going to be, the more uh, athletic they're going to be, the more socialized they're going to be. Now, there's nothing wrong with some activities. It's great. But we also need one to spend time with them one-on-one. I'm kind of getting off here. I have a whole episode on this. I think it was something, it was a while back. I, I don't even know if I can find it. Something like the the things your kids really need from you. And so I go into all of that and how really our kids need us more than those activities. And so we have to make time for that, but we also have to make time for the call on our lives. And that will mean that there's sacrifices. And we're never going to feel like we have enough time, right? Right especially in as moms, like every minute of every day is so full. It is crazy. Like I think back or I have friends that are, you know, without kids and it's just so hard to imagine that life (laughs) or even friends that have older kids. Maybe you're in that season and so you have a little bit more time, but even then it can be challenging, but it's just so hard to imagine like a life without every single minute of every single day being scheduled. And if I want to do anything at all, you have to take all the kids or I have to find someone and go through the whole process of finding childcare. So we're never going to feel like we have enough time. But you know what? Actually, something that really helped me take this step of finding time. I was reading, uh, gosh, back in the day, Rachel Hollis's book. I think it was Girls Stop Apologizing. And it was a really great pusher for me to, to get into the next season. And she talked about how it's this lie that we don't have enough time and talked about how to create the time. And so she said, like, just take five hours in your week. And, you know, you might hear that and say, that's impossible. How would I find five hours? And that might mean that you get up an extra hour in the morning. Or that might mean that you spend one hour a week, uh, a day, except for on the weekends, committing that time after the kids go to bed to pursue the call that God has on your life. And again, those are sacrifices, right? You're going to be tired. You're going to not feel like it always. But if you can just set aside those five hours a week, you can really make momentum. And that's kind of how I began all of this. I think that was back when I started a blog before the podcast was a thing, but it helped me carve out that time. 
Or maybe for you, you need to hire a, a, a mother's helper or some kind of child care for five hours in one day. And just take that time off. You're not going to abandon your kids. Like you're still gonna be a great mom to them if you take that five hours away from them and commit yourself to pursuing this call on your life. So whatever it looks like for you, you've got to pray about what the specifics look like or figure out for you what the scheduling would be best, but you've got to prioritize this. And remember, you fulfilling this, you you answering this call of God is obedience to God. He has called you forward to this. And so when you answer his call, you're being obedient. And I know for most of you, that's your heart is to be obedient to God. And so, you know, you're not meaning to run away. You're not meaning to disobey when you don't answer that call. It just feels like it's impossible. But I want to encourage you, it's not impossible. And it is in obedience that we run towards God in this calling. Okay, so number three, after you... One, remember that you were made for more. And two, you remember it's not just about you, so no more excuses. And three, get rid of even more excuses by making the time. Then you're going to start, you know, taking some action. And you're going to start doing some things. And let me tell you what's going to happen is you are going to begin to feel like you have nothing to offer. Like, how could you really do this? And you are going to begin to feel, if you don't already, right, maybe that's another excuse even stopping you from creating the time, is because you feel like you are not qualified for this. You feel like there's a million other people that could do it better than you. What do you really have to offer? And trust me, I know that feeling. (laughs) Like, this has been my world. Like, I I wish I could describe to you what it felt like to start a podcast because, you know, people kind of assume that if you start a podcast, like you have some confidence, like, yeah, I got this gift and I'm going to share it and this is going to be great, right? There was none of that zero. (laughs) Like it was terrifying and I felt only unqualified. That was, that was the, the predominant feeling. And to this day, if I let myself think about it too much, that is the feeling that comes surging back into me. I am unqualified for this. Why am I sitting here in front of this microphone? Who makes me the one to, to be able to do this? Like that doesn't make any sense. And obviously it's a God, but sometimes it doesn't feel like enough, even though it is. And so you're going to feel that you're going to have to battle this feeling of being unqualified. And really, this is kind of something that God has been speaking to me, obviously, in this whole journey of podcasting over the past year, but even beyond that. And, uh, you know, he just was kind of reminding me of the story of Moses. And if you don't know Moses, you know, he's the one that uh, helped God's people, the Israelites, get out of Egypt. God, they were in slavery in Egypt, and God called Moses specifically to be the leader that would take them out of Egypt. And when God called him, Moses was like, uh, no, uh, don't you know, God, that I can't speak? Don't you understand that, that I'm, I'm slow of speech? Like, I'm not going to do this, God. Like, he literally said no to God because he thought he was not qualified. And I know that so many of you can relate to that. That is a thought that I battle every single day. Every time I sit down to do anything that he's called me to is I feel that feeling. And Moses, like we, we look at Moses in the Bible and, you know, most of us have heard of him. And so we think of him like, oh, he's this amazing leader that, you know, did all of these amazing things and helped set God's people free. And we just think of him as so great. And we think, oh, he's way, you know, we have nothing in, in common with him. He's, he's so far removed from us. But 
we look at how he responded to God and wow, we can see ourselves right there. He had those same feelings. And yet, when he was faithful to answer God's call, look at all the things that he did. And so I want to tell you that you are qualified, not because you are so great and the greatest human on this earth, but because of God. God did make you great. God is working inside of you. You don't have to worry if your gifts are enough because they're God's gifts. He will decide that. He will decide what portion you need to do the thing. He's not going to let you down because it's his mission, right? And so it is God that qualifies all of us. Without him, none of us are qualified, but we don't have to worry about that because we're doing it with God. And so therefore we are all qualified. We are all equipped for this task. If God has called you, he will equip you. He's not going to leave you. So stand firm on that. You got to shift your mindset. You got to know I am qualified because of God. And you really do have to remember it's because of God. Because if you, if you for a second get off of that and, and think it's about you, you're going to end up in a bad place. You're going to end up feeling more insecure and, and less confident about going forward. Believe me, I get there sometimes. And then I have to remind myself, wait a minute, it's God that qualifies me. It's his gifts in me. It's his mission. And that gets my eyes back in the right place. And so this is a mindset shift you're going to have to take into stepping into your calling. All right. Number four. After you remember that you're qualified, uh, and this is kind of hand in hand, but you got to get ready to fight, right? So even you're like, okay, I'm qualified, I'm qualified. But even as I'm describing that, right, like I, I, I can tell you this, and I've had moments where God has shared this with me and spoken this to me and reminded me of this, but I still have to fight for it constantly. And so none of this is going to come easy. Believing you're qualified, making the time, remembering it's it's not just about you, uh, being confident in that you were made for more. None of that is just going to come easy. It's not just going to come from me speaking it over you right now. I hope you feel encouraged and fired up, but it's going to involve more because it is a fight. Like the enemy doesn't like that we're stepping into calling. He doesn't like that we're taking territory and ground in the mission that God has for us. And so there's going to be spiritual resistance. There's going to be your own emotional resistance to the pain that you've walked through, the insecurities that you carry. There's going to be resistance there. There might be even resistance in your family because you're going to have to make sacrifices. And so when people see you changing, people see you now, you know, having not staying at home all the time or not doing all the activities you used to or whatever it is, they're going to maybe come against you. But that doesn't matter. You need to answer the call of God. And so you got to get ready to fight. Got to get your sword of the spirit up, which means that you need to be in the word. You need to know your verses. You need to know in confidence that God called you so you can stand firm. And the fight is hard and it's not going to end, but it is a hundred percent worth it. It is. There's nothing more fulfilling than answering the call that God has for you. It's worth it. So get ready to fight. And the last one is take one step. So I know we can all get so easily overwhelmed with like all of the things. What do, how do I even begin this? There's so many things. There's so many dreams. Or I don't even know how to find the dreams. What do I do? Brittany, help. And if you don't know me by now, uh, you know that I love action. You know, all of these mindsets I've talked through are important, but ultimately you have to take some action. It's the only way you're going to move forward. And so you got to just take one step, not all of the steps. You don't have to have all figured out. You don't even need to know what step number two is. Just take step number one. So I want to challenge you. What is the one step that you can take today? 
What does that look like? And everyone, it's going to be different no matter where, wherever you're at in your journey. Maybe for some of you, you just need to start actively praying about what is next and listening and asking the people around you what gifts they see in you. Like I had literally zero idea that I had a gift of speaking on my life. I did not know that. I actually thought it was a weakness of mine because I'm a much better listener than speaker. So I was shocked. I didn't know. Like God had to reveal that to me through different avenues. So you might be very surprised by what comes up in that season. And so if that's that's your next step to start actively praying, get an accountability partner. Tell them that what you're doing so they can check in on you to make sure you're not just, you know, shooting one up. Hey, God, um, show me what to do. And you kind of leave it there. You got to be fervent in your prayers to God. Maybe your next step is to sign up to serve at church. That is an easy one, but so powerful. Like you are literally building his church when you sign up to serve. And that's how we were crafted to be. And so it's such an important step for every single one of us to be serving in our church. And we can use our gifts right in the body. Figure out what you think, what gifts you have to offer and just begin somewhere. Maybe you need to call a person that's been saying, hey, I have this job for you. I have this thing for you to try. And you've been too scared to say yes to, or you're like, I don't have the time. Maybe right now you need to call them and say yes. So, yep, I'm in. I know God had that for me. I was too scared. I didn't know how I was going to make it work. I still don't know how I'm going to make it work, but I know God has this for me. I'm in. Maybe it's time to find someone to take care of your kids. Maybe you know what is before you. You just haven't made the time for it. You haven't begun or it's just been in these small little spurts and you you just don't. You're not, you were scared to sacrifice that time with your kids. Just take that leap. You know how I started? Super secret hack. It's the best. Probably many of you know of this, but I started at the gym. I got a gym membership to the YMCA and I would go and work out for half an hour, which was really good for me because I'm not always good at maintaining that. And then I would go for, you know, I had two hours at the time. And so I'd go for like another hour, hour and a half and go get work done. And I would do, um, at that time it was church stuff for the church. And I would really invest my time and pour out my heart and soul into this work. And it was such a great way to begin that before I was ready to like really hire someone to do this. So no more excuses. What is the one step you're going to take today? Write it down. Tell a friend. Do it. Come into the Facebook group. Tell us what it is. I would love to hear. All right. I'm so excited for what God has for you. Let me pray for you. God, I just thank you for calling us. I thank you that you put these things inside of us, God, that are so fun to use, God, and that they impact and change our world, Lord. And I just pray for every mama that's listening, God, she would just be able to stand in confidence that you have put those things in her too. God, that she's not exempt from this promise from you, God, that she has things to offer, God. And I just pray that um, any lie that she doesn't would fall away in the name of Jesus, God. And, And even if it's still there, God, I pray she would have the courage just to say yes, just to take that one step forward and and not back down, God. And and we just thank you that you promise to equip us. God, if you have called us, you will equip us. And we stand firm in that. It's not about us. It's actually all about you. And so that takes a lot of the pressure off, God. And we just thank you, God, for loving us in this way that you would call us to this mission. So amazing. And I can't wait to see what you're going to do through all of these mamas, God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Love you, mama. If you found hope and inspiration in today's episode, then hit subscribe. Make sure you don't miss a moment on this journey of healing. Want to help more mamas enter into the hope and freedom you have found? Please take a moment to leave a review. 
This helps so much to get Morning Mama seen so that more mamas can find this space. Lastly, please come say hi in our Facebook group, Morning Mama Collective. I would love to meet you and learn your story. Let me know where you're getting stuck in your healing journey so that you can help inspire more episodes. I am so grateful for you, Mama, and I cannot wait to see all that God has in store for you. Mama.